I've found myself in a situation where I can record without any interruptions. The only downfall, well, there are two. The two downfalls are I am very sick and my voice sounds terrible. Um, The second thing is that I'm not entirely sure what I want to talk about. I'm not even feeling all that talkative. Um, So we'll see. Um, I'm trying to think of something to talk about. That's so hilarious that I can't think of anything when it's the day before New Year's Eve and people are just everywhere talking about what they accomplished in 2019, their favorite movies, albums, TV shows of 2019. I suppose I could do something like that. The only thing is I'm pretty limited because I record this on my phone and I know a lot of information I want to look for, I do via my phone. But maybe that'll be a nice exercise. I feel like I'm very dependent on my phone for information, for like even I write down notes, and things I need to personally remember, or things I personally want to go back to. And like if I didn't have my phone, I would have nothing. I don't know. Anytime anyone makes a criticism of smartphones, the internet, the access to the internet, people having access to their phones 24-7, a lot of people's reactions are like, and I mean, it's it's a meme, but like, they're like, okay, boomer. They're like, sure. But it's so stupid because there's so much truth to the criticisms. It's crazy. Um, the fact that something... Like, even even talking to people older than me that were in school, telling me stories about how they had projects or something and they didn't have the internet to use. They had to go to the library. I'm like, that's so crazy to me. That's always been an option. And I've always had the privilege of having that option as well. It's just... It's wild. Things are happening so fast. There's some, like memes my younger sister gets or there's some things my younger sister understands and I can't even wrap my head around it like I don't even understand that's how like fast things are moving my boyfriend and I joke that sometimes we suffer from like get off my lawn syndrome we call it like things that the youths do that we don't quite understand even though we're I mean he's 24 and I'm turning 24 in February it's very peculiar Um, let me think here, though. I know that the best movie I saw this year, um, was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which was Quentin Tarantino's movie, but that's mostly just because that's the only movie I saw that came out this year that I just, like, had fun and enjoyed my time, whereas most movies, I'm just, I'm just not having a good time, like, it's just not... It's, a, it's kind of a chore to watch movies sometimes. Um, I imagine that if I saw Little Women to, uh, today or tomorrow, that that probably would 
kick that out of place because I love Greta Gerwig. I don't know anything about it though, which is actually kind of interesting. I know that like a character dies and that there's just like, it's about sisterhood and all that sort of stuff. But um, I, I think I don't know what happens in it. I don't know anything um, so that, but also um, if uh, Matt and I see cats tomorrow, uh, Matt is my boyfriend. I'm sorry. I, oh, I just said his name. Is that a problem? Shit. You know what? Fine. Matt is my boyfriend's name, but what a, what a very, what a very classic boy name, Matt, Matthew. Um, it's how casual I was feeling that I could, I felt like I could, um, just say his name. Anyway, um, if he and I go see cats tomorrow, who knows, what if that becomes my favorite? Like, man, that's going to be such a, that's already just become cult status without even, I love it when they don't even try. Like they genuinely thought that that movie it's going to be great. That's being a Swifty is really hard, guys. It's my burden to bear in life. Um, but that was my favorite movie. Um, and again, I don't know. There's something. There's something about certain um, pieces of work that. They're like, why is it your favorite? I can't even really describe it. There's just something that happens to me. And I mean, that's, it sounds like, oh, so deep and like, wow, you're so much better, but I'm really not. It's mostly my own lack of knowing how to explain my own feelings and how, like, articulate why things, I why I like the things that I like. If anything, it really shows how uneducated I am or how, like unwilling I am to think. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but that was good. Um, TV shows, Watchmen. Holy shit. Watchmen was amazing. That, like, I watched the first episode and I was like, I don't want to watch this. I think this is, like, garbage. And then Matt was like, well, how about I just have it on and you can just be in the room if you want to and you don't really have to pay attention. You can be on your phone. And it just turned into me slowly but surely like being less and less on my phone and watching more and more. And it just is like, there were three episodes back to back to back that just like fucking blew my mind. And it made me want to go back because I've never read the graphic novel before. And it made me, want to read it. Um, I haven't read it yet, but I did watch the motion picture comic. So basically it's the comic book, the same dialogue, the same drawings, but they um, animated it. Um, it's incredible. I think, I don't know. I had a friend who really loves Watchmen. I remember him and I watching the movie when I was in high school and I thought like I didn't get it like it didn't really it didn't register and to be fair a lot of people don't like the movie um anyway um but then Matt and I watched the movie the the to just the uncut like three hours and 30 minute long or however long it is Zack Snyder did um and I was like you know I think I kind of like this and then the TV show, we know we knew that the TV show was coming out, so then we started watching that, and it's pretty incredible. 
that's crazy. It's weird that graphic novels have, and like manga and like comic books in general have like this stigma around them. They're one of my favorite things to read, actually. And it's, I can't even articulate, again, back to my lack of being able to articulate things, but I can't even articulate why it's just so, like, it's so delightful just reading, like, Fun Home by Alison Bechtel is one of my favorite books, like, of all time, ever. And it's a graphic memoir. Um, and there's just something, like, it just hits different, <laughs> for lack of a better phrase. Um what else was good? Um, I read a very, I read, I read a lot of books, actually. Um, this might not seem a lot to some people, but I ended up reading, I, my goal was, um, sorry, my brother is texting me. It's his birthday today, and so he's feeling a bit more chatty than usual. Um, but, um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, I read, or I have a goal, I had a goal, I wanted to read 15 books this year and I, um, sorry, he's texting me. I, um, ended up reading 20 and a lot of that has to do with the fact that my sister, my mom and I did a book club thing. So I was reading at least one book a month. Um, minimum, but then I would also be reading something else. And I've noticed this. This is the strangest thing about me that I never thought I would be this kind of person because I remember when ebooks started really becoming a big deal. And my dad was really encouraging me to sort of like consider getting books that way. And I was so, I was the English major being like, no, I'm, I want the actual book. I want to feel it in my hand. I, I need to have that. I need, I need that feeling. Otherwise, I just can't do it. And now I feel like the opposite, which is a little scary and goes back to my dependence on my phone because um, I read books on my phone and I, I, I love reading books on my phone. I love one of my favorite things to do when I read is annotate and highlight and having it on my phone is so much easier than like lugging a book around, highlighters, pens and there's just something so discreet about just someone can look at you and be like oh she's on her phone and it's like no I'm actually reading a book it's pretty incredible like I was literally with friends a few nights ago and they were playing video games and I wasn't in at the moment and I was like I can read my book like I don't know I feel like I get like a younger version of me would be very um would just think that that was that's just so um What's the word I'm looking for? That's just on, that's on brand of me in a way. Always loved reading, even though I never really, I don't know. Sometimes I think I read wrong or incorrectly, which is strange because I don't think you can really read incorrectly. I think that's, it's just something you do pretty naturally and pretty, you can't really vary that much. Um, I'm, uh, it's funny, I'm, 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 I've, I've been itching to read another book but I kind of want to wait. I don't know. There are a couple books I want to read, but there are some books that I have on my want to read list. And then I go, I start reading them and I'm, there's just, it doesn't, it doesn't hit me. Like I was talking about previously, like some works of art, quote unquote, have to hit me a certain way or kind of have to grab me 
and with books especially. Well, for movies, it has to it has to do that for it to be my favorite. But with books, it has to do that for me to even want to read it. I'm very particular about books. I can't I can't really read a book that I I'm just like I do not enjoy this. I need to enjoy a book I'm reading. Um but if it's like one for class, if I know that I'm not going to enjoy it, um I will do what I can, do what I need to do in order to pass that section of the class. Um, so I don't want to say spark notes, but spark notes sometimes, or I watch videos or other people reviewing the books and I sort of just gather, like they help me to articulate why I don't like it so much because they're usually on the same page as me. Um, yeah, like um, I had to read a book for our book club and I just got it on audiobook um, from my library via Libby, the best app ever go download it if you have a library card download libby you will have access to so many good books so many good audiobooks god damn it's amazing it's incredible fuck audible <laughs> um <laughs> what if what if i end up doing sponsors i mean i genuinely doubt i'll ever do that but what if i did and then i'm like this episode is sponsored by audible that would be incredible anyway um I listen to it on Libby, great app, and um, <clears throat> I can, I could listen to books that I don't that I don't really like. I think um, it definitely felt like the book club definitely makes me feel like I have to read something. Whereas school, it would be a sign, but it's like I just need to do. It's like a means to an end, which is not a great way to think. And I'm sure you're wondering why I was ever an English major then, but I'm I'm very particular about what I put into my brain and what I feed of my brain, if you will. Um, I can't really think of anything. Well, and as far as like a favorite goes, I read so many good books, so I couldn't really... Well, I kind of have one in mind, but I don't remember the title of that well, and I don't remember the author either. I think it's called In the Dream House, or The Dream House. Um, It's insane. It's the way it's written. I've never read a book written like that before. It was just such a, like, when you're reading a book and you're like, holy shit, I want to write something like this. Why didn't I think of writing something like this? This is incredible. And when I was reading it, I would, like, out loud, like I, I would physically cringe. I would physically like feel certain, like I would like physically react to a book, to that book. Um, it was, oh, that's how you just know it's fucking great. So I think that one's my favorite. Um, I also read it in like 24 hours, maybe 25 hours. I just like any second I had I remember being at work and I would have it out and I'm just like reading it when it's slow at work. Um, it was just oh, so good. Um, and <laughs> um, I don't know. Sometimes do you ever just go in like stages of kind of droughts with books and with music? Like you don't really want to listen to anything nothing's really grabbing you and then all of a sudden it happens 
I feel like um, we're made to feel guilty for going through droughts. Almost like, oh, you're not trying hard enough. And it's like, why should we have to try to enjoy ourselves so much? Like, that just seems sort of not... I don't know. It's a very... It's something that I struggle with a lot because I know sometimes it's fine to be not feeling good and to not want to do things and to be just accept that a drought is happening and occurring. That's why that's why I don't know if I agree with people that are like, oh, if you are a, a writer and you have writer's block, like writer's block isn't real and having a drought isn't real and you just got to practice every single day and you have to write every single day. I mean, I'm pretty sure that Stephen King is the one that like really popularized that sort of like grind and made that sort of like a thing that people, writers do and praise as like the only way it's kind of frustrating. I get it. I understand it because it, it because if that wasn't I understand why people would feel that way if they were like like um like you see maybe for an ex- for example like someone on Instagram is like I'm a writer but like they don't like you can tell that they're just sort of like um it's just the image of being a writer or the image of living that sort of lifestyle style or being that sort of person Whereas there are some people that like just fucking grind and they don't do that. I I get it. It's pretty, I don't know, that sort of, it's almost like a jealousy feeling though. It's almost like a, like a, like gatekeeping sort of feeling too though. I don't know. I don't know. Whenever I meet anyone who's just like super passionate over the top about anything these days just in a negative way just very like tough love sort of way or things like that I just my reaction is to avoid them and avoid what they're saying at all costs because I just in my mind all or nothing doesn't exist which I know is (laughs) very um polarizing ironically to think that way so yeah, I don't know. Um, I think this year was all right, though. My um, my mental health was pretty impeccable. I'm like going back and thinking back on things that I went through. Last winter was very difficult for me at the end of 2018, early 2019. And I mean, early, early, like the first couple weeks of January excuse me, were very difficult for me. Um, But this year was, um, this year was pretty all right. It's funny, I'm trying to think of, I mean, I just worked a lot. I worked a lot. I went on a lot of walks with my boyfriend. I saw friends. I met new people. I smoked pot for the first time in like, um, a long time, and I remembered how much I hated it. Um, I didn't really drink all that much. I don't really like go out. I think I think I probably 
um, consumed a lot of content, though. I think that's my guilty thing. Everyone has, I mean, I, I can look at people and be like, oh, well, they, they go out to eat and spend money, or they go out and have fancy drinks, or they go out and dance, and they go out with their friends, and I don't do that sort of thing. I don't live in excess, but I do. It's just with, <coughs> excuse me, it's just with different things. Um, like, I would dread to see how many hours of YouTube I watched even this month. I would just fall to the floor and just cringe and just turn inside out. Um, as far as things I want to do for next year, um, I don't know, just like sort of keep up with hobbies that I tried to keep up with this year and would, and it's funny, I don't feel like a failure with any of my hobbies all that much. Um, like I wrote quite a bit. Um, what am I talking about? I actually published a poetry book in 2019. What the fuck? It's funny. That didn't even come, that I didn't even realize that until literally just now. But yes, that's something I did. That's a pretty sick accomplishment. That was very, very fun to do and very, very great feeling to hold something you made in your hands. And to see it, I was at a friend's house the other day and I saw my book, my boyfriend pointed it out to me that, his, that my book was in his um, um, office space. Um, yeah, write, keep writing. Um, drawing. I actually did a pretty good job with drawing. I was actually, um, I actually painted something the other day. I was pretty, um, I never really get a chance because I don't wanna bring paints and dirty up our apartment. But um, I'm home for the holidays, and so I did that. It was um, it was actually pretty fun. I enjoyed it a lot, and I actually liked my painting in the end. I didn't give up on it, which I usually tend to do because painting is very frustrating to me. It, it never really came to me. Drawing is a lot more. Um, I'm not very good at drawing either, but th- there's something where I can I can get there. I can do that. Like that makes sense to me in my head. Whereas painting is, I can't really comprehend it. Um, yeah, uh, I wanted to make music, but I just don't think our apartment is so, like, I I would hate for anyone to hear me. I would, oh God, I would hate it so much. Um, so maybe that I'll keep up, keep off on that for now. Um, not put too much pressure on that. Um, and I think... A couple years ago, one of my resolutions, quote unquote, were was to um, make a podcast. So that's very funny that I'm doing it now. Um, I find this to be very, I don't want to say interesting because that's a pretty empty word. This is, um, this is um, an exercise where I'm sort of surprised of things I say and things I realize and that I don't even realize until I start talking. I hope that makes sense to some people who are, I don't know, perhaps introverted and don't really like talking all that much or are kind of secret blabbermouths and just really, they're introverted, but when they get to know someone, they really just like, they just don't shut up. That's me. 
Um, yeah, I don't really have anything else to say. And I have some messages from people I need to get back to. They seem time-sensitive-ish. Um, so I think that's everything. Thank you for listening. Um, sorry if you heard any phlegms or snorts or sniffs that disgusted you deeply. I will go take um, a NyQuil tablet thing later and hopefully I'll sound better next time.